Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family and Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Heather Norman Burdoff, our Extension Specialist for Dietetics and Human Nutrition. Welcome, Heather. It's great to be back. So, Heather, today's topic is one that I know is on the minds of many, that we're going to talk about online grocery shopping. And obviously, as um, recent events have changed, that online grocery shopping has become more and more popular. And so we're just going to discuss the ins and outs today and considerations for folks. Sounds good to me. You're right. I mean, it is becoming more and more popular. And in general, how we grocery shop and get food to our houses is changing almost monthly. Um, You know, thinking about meal plans and delivery services and all these online services. So I think, you know, it's something a lot of people are thinking about. And we used to think that this was kind of limited to more urban environments and younger populations, but really that isn't the case anymore. I know just my family in general, because obviously we being on the University of Kentucky campus, live in Lexington, but my um, parents and in-laws live in different parts of the state and in smaller communities. And I was surprised to learn that they have access to online grocery shopping there as well. So there's even grocery stores and then, you know, larger supermarkets and big box retailers are even selling food items and, you know, shipping them all over the country. So people are able Not only do we have that curbside pickup and those types of things, but just having groceries shipped directly to your house. There was some survey data out of the U.S., and it's a little older now. It was 2013. But at that point, several years ago, one in four Americans had shopped online for their groceries at least once. Um, And in just a couple of years, that number had jumped up to 38% of Americans that were shopping, that had shopped for groceries online at least once. So we know these numbers are growing. Um, And even before the current public health situation, some estimated that there would be 60% growth in grocery shopping online over the next five years, especially since retailers are pushing it and Americans are overall more comfortable making purchases online. I think we'll see that number increase even more now moving to that platform just to stay out of the physical stores for public health reasons. And I think that's true, Heather. And when I also think about lasting impacts that I think online grocery shopping might be one of those things that sticks around for people because once you become used to it and comfortable with it and know how it works, that there are many benefits. There's reasons that people would choose to shop online. So I could see it being one of those things that many households might adapt going into the future. I think you're right. And some of the other reasons too, that we see people that choosing to shop for the groceries online is they think it saves time, right? Whether that is perceived or it's actual, there's some way that it's saving time. It's a lot more convenient for others using this service. So, you know, I think about those really busy seasons in life or when you have those major life events. So you brought home a new baby or maybe you're finding yourself caring for a loved one or, you know, recovering from an illness or an injury or rehabilitating after a major surgery or just having children alone in in itself um, may keep you from going to the grocery store. You know, people say that it allows them to spend more time on other things. They don't have to think about it. It's one less thing they have to worry about. 
Um, and in this case, a lot of people are choosing it just because it's physically keeping you safe while you're healthy at home. Exactly. When you talk about the new baby, my children are older, but I've always thought that that if this existed when they were infants, I would have been all over it because there was nothing I hated more, especially in the winter months of getting a, a baby baby out of the car and taking him into the grocery store and trying to yep. deal with his carrier and the cart and just it was not a knowing lot if to the, manage. The baby carrier will fit in the cart. Like exactly. logistic issues. I totally <laughs> exactly. Get. I have I've always said that this is a blessing to new parents. Yes. Um, what about the challenges associated with online grocery shopping? So there have actually been some studies that have looked at this and reported just a few um, that came up. So the first one was lengthy waits for deliveries and delivery fees. So maybe when you start doing it for the first time, there may be promotions where those fees are waived, but over time you may have to start paying delivery fees um, if they come directly to your door or you have to buy a certain amount of dollars worth of food in order for it to be delivered. There was reports of difficulty you know, doing comparisons of products on websites. So, you know, how in the physical store, you could pick up a couple different things and look at the labels and read them. But participants in these past studies said that it was difficult to do that. And then it was also reported that there was frustration with orders being filled incorrectly. And, you know, especially when grocery shelves may not be as stocked as they usually are, individuals and families are receiving a lot of substitutions for items that they had on their list, but they didn't approve them and they may not necessarily be as happy with them. So those are just some of the major challenges that have been reported and also kind of lends itself to some considerations to think about as well. I will say, as you're talking through those challenges, several of the ones that that you mentioned are the things that have kind of kept me off of the online grocery shopping bandwagon prior to this current situation. So, you know, my background is in family finance. So I... I love to comparison shop. I like to look at the price per unit. I want I want to compare mm-hmm. the little yellow tags in the store and the delivery fees are are another consideration for me from a from a financial aspect. But then there's also this part of me that thinks, well, there might be a small delivery fee, but how much am I saving by not making those impulse purchases within within the store Correct. as yep. well? But yep. the the type of consumer that I am, I just love to comparison shop and I kind of lose that a little bit when I'm shopping online. And that's one of the reasons that I actually love to go grocery shopping as well. So yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, do we know if online grocery shopping impacts our nutrition? Do we make better decisions when we're making them at home and not at the grocery store? That's a good question. So studies do show that people who shop online actually don't spend as much time researching or looking at nutrition information. It might just be that the images that show the nutrition facts label aren't as clear to see or easy to see or it's difficult to find them. So if you do choose to participate in online grocery shopping, I want to encourage people to take a little bit of time to uh, you know actually look at what you're purchasing. But we really do need more studies and time to look at the actual outcomes of individuals and families who participate in online shopping to know whether it impacts their overall health. We're just not there yet. Um, but with more people moving to this platform for online grocery shopping, I do think that we're going to see some interesting research come out in the next few years on the topic, especially in light of our current public health situation. I do think that that would be really interesting because my initial thought to the answer to that question was the exact opposite, that I thought people would make more informed decisions, making them 
at home and taking the time to actually fully shop as opposed to rushing into the grocery store after work and just trying to figure out what you can get on the dinner table between, you know, homework right, and the right. next extracurricular and that type thing. So, and there has been some survey data to show that impulse buying is lower for people who shop online, but necess- really investigating the nutritional quality of the foods they're purchasing, we're just not seeing that people are putting in as much time with their online grocery shopping. So what other um, considerations should a consumer keep in mind when considering online grocery shopping? Yeah, so there there are a, a couple. We'll just go through these kind of quickly. The, the first one is just the overall food choices that may be available to the person. So people who are using online grocery shopping are, are less likely to purchase perishable or those fresh items, so the produce, um, when they shop in the actual store. So there are healthy shelf-stable options, you know, like whole grain pasta and um, nut butters, but purchases included typically are more processed or packaged foods that don't necessarily go as bad. So there might be some fear that it's going to spoil during delivery or during their pickup. I would just be aware of targeted marketing for those who participate frequently on online grocery shopping because retailers do have your purchasing patterns and habits. So they are going to be you know, highlighting items and kind of putting those in your face with hoping that they, you can increase your spending. And then my last thought is really on food access. So it's great because we're actually seeing that delivery of groceries are going out into rural settings, which may increase their access to food, right? Because it's going to reduce transportation barriers and long commutes. You know, people can shop at any time if they are reliant, usually on transportation to get them to the grocery store. But the last thing that I want to mention is just that there are some concerns about sharing financial information on the internet, so privacy and those types of things, but also individuals who are using resources to help them access food. So some specific populations have concerns that need to be addressed, whether it's clear that that grocer or retailer accepts federal nutrition assistance programs like SNAP and WIC and things like that. So um, I think we're going to see that this kind of moves forward and is going to expand so that it's more accessible for all people. Heather, thank you so much for joining us today and just helping us as consumers think through online grocery shopping a little bit more. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.